Family from the Heart podcast episode number 111. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here to give you a little bit of an update. What's going on in the Ravenscraft household? I think today we're going to talk about our wedding day. Somebody had asked about that last week. We're going to talk about a couple other things that Emma brought up in an email last week. So. We, we, I'll tell you what, we're just going to take it. We're just going to talk. We're just going to talk and we're going to wing it a little bit. And uh, hopefully that's fine with most of you guys out there. But anyway, Stephanie, we've had a lot of things going on in our life uh, within the last two or three weeks uh, leading up to a big event. Do you want to tell folks what that is? Well, I think that folks know what that is, but that was our um, our Lost finale party and, and the final episode of Lost. And I, I know this is not the Lost podcast, so we're not going no. to literally talk about Lost. And by the way, we are not going to reveal any spoilers for anybody who has not yet seen the finale of Lost or anything like that. So no worries, but we are going to talk about the event, uh, what happened this weekend and just the just, you know, break down kind of the discussion of how things went and stuff like that as far as the community and and family life and, and all of that good stuff. So how overall, what do you think about the weekend? I thought it was a good weekend. Mm-hmm. I really, um, I was able to enjoy myself and have a good time. And I mean, really, that's it. I had a very good time. Awesome. I did. We had, uh, we were, we had Murphy and Mary Martin, uh, members <laughs> of our community, come in early. They came in Friday afternoon and uh, we had made arrangements to go out to dinner with them. I think Winnie came in with some folks from Chicago that evening, but I, I think they weren't as interested as hanging out with the kids as, as maybe Mary and, Mar- um, and Murphy were. Right. So they did some things on their own, but that was cool. But we actually had a great evening Friday night. We went down to the Rookwood, or no, not the Rookwood. Was no, it we Rock? Rock Bottom Brewery. That's it. Yes, which is on Fountain Square in Cincinnati. And so we went down there and had dinner yeah. and uh, had a good time. So Murphy and Mary got to hang out with our kids and us all at once. And they came back the next day. So I'm thinking that it wasn't so bad. It must not have went too bad. Uh, so it, it was a fun time. We had a great conversation. It was it was like we always knew them. And here's the thing. It's easy for us. It's easy for us to um, understand how people can feel like they've always known us. Right. But for Mary and for Murphy, you know, the conversation uh, that we've had, we've had some conversations back and forth through voicemail and us responding to voicemail. Right. There have been a couple instances where, you know, talk to them a little bit more in depth on the phone and especially with Murphy. I think he hired me, uh, for an hour once to help him get started with the just saying network. Uh, right. so you guys could check that out. I think it's just saying network.com. And if I'm wrong, he'll put it in there as the uh, thing. Uh, as Chef Mark says, you took the kids to a brewery. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, we did. Uh, we had a great time there. And but anyway, it 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 felt like we were connecting with old friends, right? In it, matter it of fact, it was really good. I, there have been times when I've connected with somebody that I went to school with and reconnected to, and it and it's it never fails. 
people that I've met through the gspn.tv community, it always feels like I've known these people longer. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. I'm sorry. I have a stray hair. <laughs> and by the way, I don't think anybody had any beverage that was of alcoholic nature at no, all. No, we didn't. The, the Rock Bottom Brewery is a very decent restaurant. Uh, I was a little bit upset, though, because they didn't have the... Uh, the I know. <laughs> they, usually, they used to have this thing called fish and chips, only it was uh, salmon, salmon. Mm-hmm. instead of your your normal cod or whatever the right. case may be. And, and I had been taking really good care of myself, and it was the one night that I was going to allow myself to eat french fries and some deep-fried fish, only I was hoping for salmon, and they didn't have they it. Didn't, no, you were three days shy. We had, like They just took it off their menu three days before, so I know. that was not cool for you, but... It was still, it was a really good time. And we topped off the evening with Grater's ice cream, Mm -hmm. which is the only ice cream you should have if you come to the Cincinnati area. Mm -hmm. And um, I rather enjoyed my coconut chocolate chip. It was funny because Stephanie looked on her iPhone and... (laughs) That was hilarious. And I'm not kidding you. Her iPhone showed Grater's as being a block and a half up the road. So we walked up there, and and when we got there, we couldn't see it. We asked somebody if they knew where Graders was, and it they said, said it's on the square. <laughs> it's on Fountain Square, and I'm like, oh, that's where Rookwood, that's where we just came from. So we walked was. back and um and found it. It literally the door was diagonal from where we came out of for the restaurant. Nothing was blocking it. I mean, I know it was we just were right just there. so set on reading the what was it, Google Maps? Is, exactly. is that what we were using? Yeah, Google and, Maps. Um, that said it was a block away. So yeah. Now, Chef Mark's saying, we ew, that's weird. Walk. Fish and chips should always be uh, cod or um, haddock or something, some kind of white fish. Yeah. And you might think that, but I'll tell you, Chef Mark, um, I've never had fish and chips that was as good as that salmon. Right. It was, I mean, it is like, oh, out of this world awesomeness. But anyway, it was, we missed it by three days. So the, one of the cool things, if you come to Cincinnati, and I, and I didn't even think about this. You know, people say, you know, hey, we're coming into Cincinnati. Mary and Murphy, one of the first things they said is like, we want to go out to dinner, you know. And so, um, you know, somebody was telling us that, you know, and they said, we want to eat something local to Cincinnati. And and so the first thing that they had heard suggested to them was, you know, Cincinnati (laughs) chili skyline specifically. And I'm like, Stephanie hates skyline chili. Hey, I ate it, though. You did. I did. But here's the thing. It's like, listen, it's like this isn't necessarily what you might think of as, as a, as a dinner treat, right? You know, I mean, it, 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 if we go out to dinner, it's, I mean, it's, it's spaghetti with some chili sauce on it. So, uh, so we actually had said, you know, why don't we do that for lunch? Because that's more of a lunch kind of menu item anyway, and at least in my mind. And so we did go to the rock bottom brewery, but anyway, people, sometimes they come to Cincinnati, they want to see, you know, local things. They want to experience the local flair, and stuff. And I never really thought about Fountain Square as being that quote unquote that focal point. But you should have seen Murphy's eyes when he saw the Taylor Davidson Fountain. Right. Which he I totally, forgot all about that. Which was funny because he totally referenced the beginning of um, WKRP. WKRP which and so yeah it was fun. If you guys have never. Which is beautiful now that it's restored. Yes. Not that it wasn't beautiful before but. It wasn't. <laughs> okay, was, you're right. It wasn't. It was an ugly green color. But it is now, and um, it's like a dark bronze. Yeah, it, it's beautiful. It is absolutely, it's absolutely beautiful. It's very, very nice. But I want to say this is, um, you know, if you come to Cincinnati and you, as a kid, ever watched uh, the WKRP in Cincinnati <laughs> TV show, Half some people don't even know what we're talking about. 
<laughs> well, no, you have. I would say that you, WKRP. There's a good and, portion who WKRP. Have to and, it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If you go to Hulu, go to Do Hulu. Do they still have it? I think so. Let me just check okay. real quick. So if I go to Hulu.com and I'm gonna just type in, what well, is WKRP? Right. Yeah, I think so. WKRP. Yeah, WKRP in Cincinnati. There are 32 episodes online, or 32 clips anyway. And uh, <laughs> and and I'll tell you what, for nostalgia reasons, I will... Oh, you know what? It's probably going to do that commercial thing, isn't it? Probably, yeah. So I'll let it do the commercial, okay. and then I'll play a little yeah. bit of the theme song. Because some people say... Well, that was the first that. thing we did was sing... We sang the theme song. As Baby, soon as, yeah. if you ever wondered... Yeah, please don't. All right. Baby, there it is. If you ever wondered... All right. So anyway, a little blast from the past. Now, for many of you out there who are too young to remember WKRP. I I barely remember it. Do you remember it, though? Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching it. Um, I remember seeing it with my dad. Probably more in reruns. Yeah. Because it aired from 78 to 82. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being that I was born in 78 that's a little early for me to remember but uh they have the riverfront stadium dude oh my goodness i would love to go back and see that because that's so totally changed now i miss the the riverfront stadium anyway you know a little nostalgia there i hope you guys will bear with us on that but uh but yeah this this i mean this is one of the things that i had forgotten that was an iconic cincinnati thing and 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 it was kind of cool to to show that so if you ever watched (laughs) WKRP in Cincinnati, then you want to come to Cincinnati and see the Taylor Davidson Fountain and the building, the Fifth Third building right behind it. it's more beautiful now than it is. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, fun, fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so what else was going on? We So we threw a big, huge event on, well, not a big, huge event, but we had a, a meetup on Saturday. Yeah, which, you know what? I'm so thankful that we decided to keep it low-key and laid back. Mm-hmm. Um, the original plan was to go to a park or something, you know, yep. and, and be outside, which Saturday was absolutely beautiful. But Friday, it stormed like crazy all day long. And so that would have been a muddy mess. And, um, but I was just really glad that we decided to keep it low key and just hang out here at our house. And I think that that was less pressure on you and I, or definitely on me, because, you know, I enjoy having people over. Yeah. I'm like I'm like Jim Belushi, you know. It's like Jim. Well, Megan was watching an episode of According to Jim. Of According to Jim yesterday, and he was like, "Okay, we're done. Leave." Like after every party that Cheryl had, he's like, "Okay, we're done. Leave." And um, at one party, they were playing charades. Yeah. And it was Jim's turn, and one of the neighbors was guessing. And he says, and he says "Okay, we're done. It's time to leave, or whatever." Right, yeah. and then he points. He points to his nose. He yeah, got, he's got it right on the right nose. Right on the nose. So it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you. It, it, you know what? I'm just. It's it's very stressful for me to to host because I have this this inability to sit back and relax. I always have to make sure in my mind. I feel it's like my responsibility to make sure that everybody is having a great time, which there's absolutely okay. nothing I can do to right. make somebody have a great time. It's right. just like, because they know. choose to make their own great time. Right. And that that's. Um, but I just feel this pressure on myself to make sure people have now, a good time. I think that it is when I when I'm inviting people into my home, it is my job to make sure that they feel at home here. Okay. That I mean that makes sense, and so. I'm not all uptight about, you know what, if there's dishes in the sink, there's, there's going to be dishes in the sink. And, 
you know, if you spill something on the floor, don't worry about it because my kids spill something on the floor every day. It's just, you know, that's just how I go about looking at things. And cool. um, so it, it was very nice. Now, before the before the meetup, you actually um, took Matthew and the girls to a soccer game. Oh, I no, not just the girls or I just took Matthew. The girls stayed here with you. Oh, did they? <laughs> the, the girls were totally in the house with you. <laughs> was I sleeping? Clearly you slept the entire time I was gone. <laughs> but yeah, I did. That is hilarious. Yeah, Saturday morning I got up oh. and, uh, well, the soccer game was at nine o'clock. And it had poured down rating and, the day before, I mean, which is Friday, why we didn't do the right, cookout. It, was, it stormed all day. I was very surprised that they were even playing, but called the weather line. They said that the fields were playable. And so we woke up at, I woke up and checked the weather line at 10 after eight. Now the game was at nine o'clock. There was no way we were getting five people out of this house in 20 minutes. Right. It, it just wasn't possible. Mm -hmm. So I went and I woke up, Matt. I said, come on, Matt, put on your, your soccer stuff. We got a game. Just me and you are going to go. And I think that that kind of sparked something in him and he was really excited. And, um, so we got up, we went to the, we went to Kroger, we got him a, a Powerade and I got, um, some Starbucks because I needed to say, Hey, you're out of bed now. <laughs> it's time to go. And, um, and so we, we made it to the game right on time. It was probably the best game of the season. Now, granted, I only saw like three or four games this whole season, probably not even that, probably three. And, um, it, it was a fantastic game. The mud was a player all itself. It was so much fun. I'm glad I did not like get up and go and do that. The, because the, the thing is, though, I mean, I, I, the reason I slept in is because, I mean, I just did you had not been get, going for days and I, hadn't been sleeping. Yeah. So. I, th this the pressure of preparing for this event. Right. Just making sure, you know, all the things that in my mind is like, well, what if this or what, you know, how am I going to pull this off? Right. How's this going to come together? Is this going to happen? And I just, I was probably getting about 45 minutes of sleep each night leading up to the party. Well, the, thing, the funny thing is, is that McKenna was awake when I left mm -hmm. with Matt and I put her on our bed sitting next to you and she was playing on your iPad. <laughs> nice. Like, and I said, I said, here, I said, you play your game, but don't move until daddy wakes up. <laughs> and I think she didn't move until Megan came and got her. Yeah, like, I think you're right. Um, Megan woke up and came in and found her. And so then she was hanging with Megan. Yeah. But, uh, so, so, so the girls were there with me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily Megan's of that age that I can leave her home now. And I think that as long as she's only with Matt or only with Megan or only with Matt or only with McKenna, you know, um, yeah. not that I'm leaving her as obviously if it's McKenna, she is, she is babysitting or she is keeping an eye on her. But, um, but I wouldn't leave all three of them here by themselves. No. no, I at this point I don't know that we would really leave Megan here by herself either. Or, or I have. with no with with the young ones. Have you? No, I've left her here by herself. By herself is but cool. what I'm but saying I mean, is like she's in, getting to that age. So even is. though you were here right. and you were asleep, I mean it, it was it was okay. Right. But I think she's getting to that place where I would leave her here with McKenna by herself. Mm -hmm. I would. She's a very responsible young lady. She is a very responsible young lady. Yeah. She's 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 growing up way too fast. She really is. I just want her to be a kid still. She's not going to be. I know. Matthew it's, is though. Yeah. Yeah. 
in, in a lot of ways. He is, you know, um, I ran into Matt's teacher today in the hallway and um, we had, we've talked several times about how he was just struggling so much and we were really concerned about, you know, whether they were, were, we're going to, I'm having so much difficulty with a we before an R word, like for weeks now. Like, That's funny because totally Eric and I were talking about a, a website service called We Reward. Yeah. And it's like We Reward. Is, is you, any, you did, right. Yeah, so anyway, um, we were talking about whether they were going to retain him for the third grade or not and had to sit down with her a few, you know, months ago. And really just got down to it. And when we talked to Matthew and told him that, you know, look, dude, they're, they're, they could hold you back and you could have to do the third grade again. Well, we didn't say hold you back. We said fail. And um, you're not meeting the expectations that they, that they require of you and you need to step it up. Once he knew those expectations and he stepped it up, now he's doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. And she told me that, um, she said, it's so much fun because really he is she said it's like he's fallen in love with reading um he started reading percy jackson and the lightning thief right okay well it's percy jackson and the olympians and then the first book is the lightning thief okay okay and he read it for a project um did his project all by himself i was so proud of him and i know i've talked about that before but um so he finished it and he's like mom i want to i want to read the second book I said, okay, okay. And so I bought him the second book and he read it. Although he read it faster than I thought he should have been able to read it, you know, mm-hmm. like, and um, based on what they were telling me from the school and the tests that he's taken and all this. So he read it faster than what I thought. So you thought um, he was lying about whether or not he was, re- you thought he was skimming it. I thought he was skimming it. Right. right. Okay. So, um, so he says, I finished it. Will you buy me the third book? And I said, well, buddy, it, it's called, um, it's what we call an AR book. I know a lot of other moms are going to be like, know exactly what that is, but um, it's Accelerated Reader is what AR stands for. And it is, um, it's a blessing and a curse if your kids are in the public school system, because a lot of times they won't read a book unless it's AR, which is a problem because there are things that they would be interested in. But it's not AR, so so it's they won't touch. It's you know, almost it's like a waste. It's almost a waste, right? If, you if can't, I can't prove myself, exactly. And um, like Sarah has trouble with Luke would love to read like the sports section of the newspaper and and parts of his. Not, he does read his Bible, but he would read it m- like more and just as everyday reading time. But it's not AR. Well, it, <laughs> so, a real life example of this is when I started my physical activity, I wore a pedometer. Right. And I, by golly, I didn't want to get on a bike or I didn't want to go swimming because I couldn't measure my steps. Right. And so, you it, know, it, it's it's it works the same for kids. Yeah. So anyway, we found these. Um, you know, Percy Jackson is an AR book and um so you he, had him do the test? He read the second book. He wanted me to buy him the third book right away. And I said, well, you, have you taken the AR test yet? No, mom, I'm going to take it tomorrow or whatever. And I said, okay. I said, well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If there, there were 10 questions on the AR test. Okay. I said, if you get seven out of 10, I will buy you the new book. Okay. If you get six out of 10 or less, you have to reread it. Okay. He got eight out of 10. 
Rock on. So um, he came home. He was so excited. And um, we, I, I bought him the book and it was on his bed waiting for him when he got home. And he, he's now read the third book, which is... The C- is my son a speed reader, do you think? I, I think so. I th- I'm not kidding. He has read this book like I would read a book. I know. I mean, he really has. I think we really found something that he's into. He's into the story. And, um, and I think that now he is a reader. It's different from, it's so so different from having to force him to read Mm -hmm. to having him find something that he's interested in and naturally become a reader. You know? So, um, I saw him today at school and I asked like they had been there for a little bit and I said, Hey buddy, did you take your AR test yet? And he said, no, I'm taking it as soon as I get back to class because they were on their little bathroom break. And, um, and I said, okay. And then I explained to his teacher the deal that we did with the second book. And I said, and the same deal applies if he gets, if he gets seven out of 10, then I will buy him the fourth book and he can start on it. But if he, if he misses more than that, then, um, if he misses more than three, then he'll have to reread the book. Yeah. But yeah. How did he do? He hasn't taken it yet. He'll tell me when he gets home. Oh, okay. So that was today. That was today. Okay. Right. So I just missed that part. There's the suspense. I'll let you know next week whether he got the new book or not. So was it multiple guests (laughs) or or do we have a a theme happening? You know, know, one thing that I kind of wish as a parent is that I had access to some AR tests because like he's going to finish the series over the summer. He will finish the next two books over the summer. I bet you there's something out there. And and I want to put that question out to our community. Do you guys know of a way for us to get like little tests about books, kind of like the AR tests that we can as parents say, okay, I want to, I want to test your comprehension of what you've read. Do you guys know of anything like that? And that's what I want to do. I want to be able to test his comprehension. Well, theirs. I mean, all three of them, not yeah, just Matthew. Yeah, exactly. I want to be able to test their comprehension without actually having to read the entire book myself. Exactly. Because I have a whole stack of books that I'm reading right now. Oh, my goodness. That I can't keep up with. And um, I need I'm, to stop buying books for a little bit. <laughs> I've got so many right. books. That, we just I'm need actually, to catch up. I'm in the process of listening to three different audio books mm-hmm. and reading five paper books. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And we and we're about ready to start Love and War. Yes. And Love and Eclipse. No, Breaking Dawn. Or that's what I meant. Yeah. And Breaking Dawn. Yeah. But that so. that's something that we do together. So that's not all on your own. Right. Um well, I think I'm taking Love and War with us to Tennessee this weekend awesome. so that we that can That will be start good. It. Let's um, do that. Let's try to get through. Do you think we get it through that in Tennessee? Probably. That would be interesting, wouldn't that would, it? That would be interesting. Okay. I I tell you what I'll do. Um I will, I, you've got the book. I'll buy the Kindle version and we can read it together. Okay. All right. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, I just want to, Murphy in the chat room says, I could tell just by talking to Matt, he is a really smart kid. Yeah. And I like when other people tell me that because I know that he's smart. I just sometimes get so frustrated with, I think he struggles with the whole putting his thoughts into words like I do mm-hmm. or like I did um, and still think that I do, but he really is a very smart kid and he has so much information in that little brain of his that, and he's just more quiet. He's just more reserved than the girls are. He is, but he, and you know, he's growing out of that a lot too. He is. He's, he's starting to, yeah, become a completely different. 
Did, did I just say I was going to stop buying books? And I'm Are you having, buying a book and now? I'm buying a book within. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to just let you read it to me. Okay. Then uh, that's good. I'm standing by my initial. All right. No my buying. initial thought. Okay. No buying books. So um, That's so funny. I did. It's like I'm sitting there. Buy book. Buy. It's like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> anyway. Because I, ah. I just finished. Um, <laughs> I just finished reading. The end of New Moon <laughs> again. It's just kind of like laying around and I just pick it up when I'm bored. Chef Mark says something in the chat room just now. He says, I think that Matt's more thoughtful than verbal. He is. And I and he is a very thoughtful young man. That that is there is no doubt about that. He he really is. And um it, it's it's just different for me. Yeah. He, I mean, I don't I don't get him. Not that I have to. I just have to accept him mm-hmm. for who he is. I don't I don't have to get I don't get you. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't get me sometimes. You know, there are sometimes when I don't get, you know, the girls, but I understand them because they're more like me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I, I, I struggle with parenting him and I stand by. He's going to be the one who says my mom totally screwed up with me. Nah, not uh, at all. Matthew Matthew is doing great and 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 he's already at his age he's already doing a whole lot better than I did when I was a kid so so chef mark says in the in the chat room okay i'm going to read the first half and then tell you my thought and then i'll finish it okay All right. plus matthew is in the minority in your house i'm thinking in the minority because he's one of two men right right and obviously the majority is but then it finishes everyone where everyone else loves to talk Oh, yeah. And I'm not so sure that Matthew doesn't love to talk. He just doesn't have many opportunities to talk. Yeah. He's he he actually is coming forward and wanting to talk he a is. lot more. Right. And uh, what, what I'm I trying would, to make as much time as possible to sit down and have those conversations with him and stuff. So I know he wants to do his podcast some more. So he really does. He, he, so once school is out, look for some podcasts coming to a yeah to a GSPN near you. <laughs> He's, he's just, he's, he's such a quiet little creature. And, um, I think that he really is glad that the girls take up a lot of the spotlight, mm-hmm. you know? And so I just have to mm-hmm. consciously, you know, make sure that he's not going invisible. Right. So anyway, um, as we are bouncing all over the place, we have some things that came in and we want to address some of these. Uh, last week, we shared Emma's email. It was a very lengthy email yes. and we are very appreciative of it. Appreciative of it. Um, normally, getting long emails is sometimes a chore to get through and, and stuff like that. But this was a very good email. Uh, and if you, haven't re- if you haven't heard it, you can go back to episode 110 where we actually uh, read the entire thing. But at the end of her email, she actually brought up two points and things that we said we would come back and discuss. One of the things that I think to bring up here is she she brought up the idea and wanted to know if we had any thoughts on this possibility that maybe college isn't the best option for every child. In our culture today, and I, at least this is my feeling, in our culture today, the you know popular opinion is that you don't go anywhere in life unless you go to college. Right. At least that actually I want to back up and say when I was growing up, that was the popular thought. Um, You know, my parents, it wasn't an option. You're going to college. It there was no option granted whatsoever. 
Um, and, and, you know, I remember being told over and over, you will never get a job that's worth anything unless you go to college. Right. I mean, you have to go to college. If you don't have a degree, you're not, I mean, people won't even call you for an interview. Well, I, I still think that that is a lot of the case. I think it's a lot of the case in, in what I think is it's corporate America is corporate America. Right. And the question is, is that is, where you belong? Is the, is corporate America the best option for us? Right. You know, or for our children. Um, one of the things that I, Stephanie and I had talked about ever since Megan came along is the what we thought about college and, and stuff like that. Well, I, I think that we're. we're um, I think one reason that I'm sorry, <laughs> it's one of those times where like I have a thought that just. OK, Um one reason that it has always been like very upfront and thoughtful for me is because I didn't go. Right. I didn't. I had no desire. I had no desire to go. I can tell you when I was a sophomore in high school, I thought that that was the direction that my life would take. Um, the next year I met you and my life took a different direction. I really had no desire to go. Um, I knew exactly what I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. So there was no, I mean, I, I didn't need that to, and I'm really trying to be careful with my words. So people don't think that I'm saying, well, you don't need that because that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Um, I'm saying I didn't need that experience or that I didn't feel like at the time I needed that experience. Do you feel like it had, you had the experience of going to college that things might be better? No. Okay. No, I think that had I gone to college, I would be paying for a wasted degree. Okay. Um, I always knew that I wanted to be a mom and a wife. Right. I didn't always think that I would be a stay-at-home mom. Right. But I never associated career with my life. Right. Job, yes. Just, just a job but never a career. And I think that there's a distinct difference. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you agree? I think so. Okay. And, um, and so, no, I don't, I don't think that things would be different. I think that we would have paid a lot of money to have something to, to have a piece of paper on the wall. Right. That I wouldn't be doing anything with. I, I do want to say, well, I I, I have, that's for me. I have some thoughts on that. Um, but before I, I, I go into those thoughts and I'm going to try not to forget the thought that I'm having right now, but the question I have has have you, has the fact that you didn't go to college hanging out with a, and meeting and being introduced to a bunch of other folks that we know and that are friends who get around and they start talking about what all they went to college for and where they went to college and their degrees. And then they say, so tell me what, tell me about yourself. Have you ever felt left out in that conversation? Only one time. Okay. Only one time. Because I do remember that one time. Yes, it's that one time. But I really think that that's that's a time in my life when I was really defining who I was. Like if I really, really look back to who I was then, Mm -hmm. to the one I had just had Matthew. Um, We were were getting our feet wet with being leaders at at church. And um, basically we had just switched her, you know, we had just come off of a, a highly traumatic time. And, um, I say, I, I say traumatic, but I mean, like it wasn't, 
family at the, trauma. At the, at the time, at it the was time, pretty traumatic. At the time, it felt traumatic, right. And, um, and so, but if I think back to the woman that I was then, it had more to do with that than the fact that I didn't have the same experience to talk about that they did. Right. Or that I felt like I had missed out on something. You know, but now being secure in who I am and being the woman that I am now, I don't have any regrets. Very good. Uh, the one thing that the thought that I had there is as being somebody who did go to college, I did now I did not graduate. I went to college um, for two and a half years at NKU, Northern Kentucky University. I left NKU uh, and actually ended up going to Nazarene Bible College through what we call distance learning. So I did it online. Right. And that's when I was studying to be a, a Nazarene pastor. And and so I did that for a couple of years, and but I never did graduate with a degree. I think at this point I'm actually labeled at I would be if I was to go back to school with all of my credits, I'd be a senior this year. Right. All right. But here here's the situation. I paid a lot of money to go to all of that stuff. And for the first five, six, seven years of our marriage, we paid we were working to pay down that debt. Right. We lived in this house when we paid off that student loan. Yeah. So. so. I mean, a very that long was time, a, right? And and so so obviously there was a lot of money, but the, and and am I using any of the stuff? You know, am I doing anything related to what I studied? I am going to actually say that I believe that every piece of life experience that we have is valuable, and everything that we learn along the way is valuable. Right. So I do want to. I I want to talk. I just want to touch on the point where you where you had said. You know, I think we'd be paying a lot of money for a piece of paper. It's not that that piece of paper may not be used to get a job, but what what you do have is there are things you learn along the way that are applicable in in just about any and I don't place in life. I don't mean to sound like I'm understating that. Right. I never had those experiences, so I cannot compare for you what that would have what that right. experience would have meant. Um, I was dating someone who was having those experiences, so in a way, I had some of them myself also. Right. You know, um, I drove my drunk boyfriend home before I <laughs> should have been driving without a legal adult in the car. You know, I just hey no, <laughs> I had some of those experiences. Um, but I always felt like if I always felt like if I, if my parents paid for me to go to school, uh -huh. which I doubt they ever would have at that point, because um, there were so many kids after me that I would be letting them down. If I didn't use that degree that they had paid for, in my everyday life. See, and, and that, and that's where I'm coming from. And, and, and I think that that's the, the feeling of, uh, from a lot of people. And my feeling is that when you go to college, I think it, it offers you something. Uh, the, the real value in college is not necessarily that piece of paper that allows you to get that one job. Obviously for some people that is true, but for a, a majority of the people who go to college, they end up getting, a, they get involved in a career that's completely different than what they right, actually went to absolutely. college for. But what, what you learn at, at college, I believe, and, and what I, I find there is is you, I, I think you get a, a, a different approach to life issues uh, and relationships than in, because okay. in high school. But you can learn life issues and relationships in the real world. You so, can. I think that based on Emma's question, I think we got way far from the question because I think the question is about the studies. Some people aren't meant for the studies. Or, yeah, okay. 
I mean, you can go and you can you can learn relationships anywhere in life. Mm-hmm. Really, you right. get a job at McDonald's, you're going to learn a lot about relationships in life. You know, I'm I'm not trying to underplay the the experience and the relationships. But what if you're just not cut out for it? Well, I, that, that's the thing. And, and but here, and I was going to tell you that I still want to. I, I I do want to just say that there's a lot that you get from college that's not just necessarily directed towards learning how to do one industry or one field. Okay, but there, that it can all be. That can all be. Go ahead. All right. And what I was going to say is that it is possible to gain some of those experiences in a different way. I mean, there there are still some things that I think college offers that doesn't that you really don't get in other places. But there are some th- some of the main things in college. I, I'll just tell you, I'll tell you this: some of the greatest things that I picked up in college, I think I could have picked up uh, along the way in a very real way, in a much faster way. If I were to, instead of going to college for two and a half years, if I were to be given the amount of money that I was given by my parents to go to college, to go and let's just say work abroad in Europe for a year and a half, you know, to to go and, and to try to make it in the world out on my own. And see, that's what I think college offers is it offers that, you know, it, it's, a, it, it's that place, it's that time where you actually break away from high school or, or whatever it's a where you come out from underneath your parents' wings and you go out and you try to make something of yourself. And I think sometimes there are there are some students they go to school, mom takes care of everything, your mom and dad take care of everything and you know, it, kids make mistakes, they do bad grades, they blah blah blah. And and to be honest with you, college is no really is not that much better for them than than what it was like in high school. They never do grow up until they get out of college. And even sometimes some of those people don't, I mean, they're still kids. They're, you know, 35 years old and living with mom still, and they can't keep a job. And so, you know, I, I, I just want to say that I think that there is a lot of value in college and it's not necessarily just the degree. Although the degree does say, you know what? I applied myself to something. I set goals and I achieved goals, and and that can be done outside of college as well. But what college does is it does actually put you in a place where you have to do that, mm-hmm. and that that's what I think is is the real value there. Okay, in college. But I I want to say that you know I'm looking at our children, and I want our children to pursue their passion in life. I believe as a parent, I want to provide the resources necessary should our children feel that college is that appropriate place that I want to be able to help fund their journey through that education. Right. That's something that I think I feel very strongly about that. I want to prov- I want to save money. I want to get to a place where we're earning enough money and we're saving enough money that when our kids get to that age, that the money is there for them to go to college. All right. Well, I think that if <laughs> what I don't like that you say that the money is there for them to go to college. Okay. Because say two of our children want to go to college and the money is there for them. The money is there for the third one also, but they don't want to go to college. Does that mean they don't get the money? No, that that's where I was going to finish the other statement. Okay. Is that, and, and Chef Mark says here, and he says, listen, because the, the main point here is that there are many paths to growing up and to be, becoming right. a responsible adult in this world. And so the money would, you know, setting aside the money for college, you know, and, and of course, the other option is, let's say, if all of a sudden, you know, Megan becomes an artist and and there's an opportunity for her 
to go to a special school that is going to help her hone her career and and she she's going to do that and let's just say you know whether it's in at another place in the US or in the world you know t- that money could be applied towards education in a non-traditional place the idea is i want my my children to have an opportunity to be educated in how to do life in this world and it, i'm saying it doesn't have to be through college but i always want the money to be there that should college be that option that they choose that I want, I want it to be there for them. I want, I want that option open to them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. But I, I, at the same time, I want people to understand that I'm not going to force my kids to go to college. Right. And one of the things that Emma said last week that I found interesting was the idea of taking a year off between high school and college. I don't know how I feel about that, but at the same time, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, you know, I know here and people ask people might be saying it's like, wow, mom and dad paid for Cliff to go to college. But then all of a sudden, didn't Cliff just say that he and Stephanie paid for years for their for his college education? So here's the situation that I ran into with my mom and dad. They prepared for me to go to college immediately out of high school. I went to college. I had a 4.0 GPA from for my first uh, two and a half years had 4.0 GPA. You cannot get better than a 4.0 GPA. I had perfect grades. I worked my butt off. I became disinterested in college. I did not know what I wanted to do. And so I dropped out. My mom and dad told me, if you drop out of college, we will not pay for you to go back. And so that was their, that was their, their thinking. And so I that actually, was there thinking that you wouldn't drop out. Right. So exactly. And so I dropped out. And so when they when I dropped out, they said, OK, well, the funding's cut off. Go get a job. And I went out and got a job. And so when I went back to college, actually, you know what? It was a year and a half. I went to NKU for a year and a half and and then I dropped out and with a 4.0 GPA. Uh, and then when I went back to college, it's like, listen, I definitely want to go. I want to be a theater. I want to be a history teacher and, and I want to have a theater minor. And when I went back, my mom and dad did not pay. And so I was on my own for paying. So I had to work and take out loans to pay for my college. And then when I went to Nazarene Bible College, I had to pay for it all on my own. So that that's kind of what happened for me. And I, I don't know that I want to be that rigid with my kids. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so I don't know. I see a lot of value in a college education, but I don't see it as being the only path for kids to learn what they need to learn to get through life. Right. So there you go. And some, and there are some kids that I know today. I won't mention any names, specifically somebody that I know and I love very much that is in college and by golly, it sure would be nice. And I would be so happy to see this particular person to be cut off from all the finances that are being provided and let this person really go out and live life and not have a certain somebody to go back running home to and have everything paid for. So with that being said, I I wish this person would have the opportunity to grow up. I wonder if this person's listening. <laughs> this person's not li- listening. So <laughs> this person listens sometimes. Okay. Well, anyway. Well, with that being said, how about we take a minute to say thank you to our sponsor? And I, I had this idea that I was going to say, and now a word from her. Do you have balding hair? But the thing is, I'm thinking about editing out the whole right. clip with the uh, okay. the Les Nessman thing. So that wouldn't 
anyway. Actually, why don't I just leave it in there? And then That's I'll say, funny. okay, from a word from our source, do you have balding hair? <laughs> no, anyway, now, seriously, now we're definitely not getting paid for this episode. Actually, our sponsor today, as always, for over two years now, has been Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. Now, Mardell is a great place to find all your Christian education resources, homeschooling resources for education, even public school teachers. It's a great place to go and uh, get stuff for your classroom and stuff like that. And obviously, uh, you know, school's wrapping up, but now's the time to start preparing for what you're going to do next year. There's all kinds of wonderful things at Mardell.com for everybody. And we want you to go and look at some of the resources that we recommend. If you go to Mardell.com, go there now, M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash G-S-P-N, you'll see a list of recommended resources there. And uh, we really want to encourage you to check out those. Uh, And again, Stephanie and I are getting ready to read the book from John Eldridge titled... Love and War. Love and War. It's not yet on the site, so we need to get with Daryl. Well, it shouldn't be because we haven't read it yet, so we don't know if we recommend it yet or not. That was a joke. Yeah. I was kidding. But, but anyway, we, we're going to take that on vacation with us. Yes. Uh, if you want, just go to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash G-S-P-N. See if any of those recommended resources there might be of interest to you. And when you use when you go there to buy things in the shopping cart, please do us a favor and use promo code G-S-P-N. And that gives you 10% off your order. And it also uh, tells Mardell that you thank them for sponsoring and uh, standing behind the content that we produce here. So... There you go. Mardell.com slash GSPN. All right, Stephanie, our wedding day. Yeah. (laughs) People want to (laughs) know. Why? 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 All right. So this was a hot August day. August. I think it was like the hottest day in August. August 17th, 1996. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. So. But that was funny the way you. Is that all, that's almost 15 years ago, 14. right? 14 years ago. So we're working on our 14th. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> all right. right. So f- f- nearly 14 years 14. ago, you and I got married in a little tiny church without air conditioning. Yeah. The air conditioner broke that morning. <laughs> totally uncool because we packed that little place. It was um the back, like after you get got past our family, our family was sitting, but like the back of the church was standing only um there were people in the foyer that couldn't even get in to the to the sanctuary part it was kind of funny so actually we but did, you wanted to be married in that church well here's the deal stephanie and i decided we were going to get married we had planned to pay for the wedding all on our own yeah we well we hadn't planned to go to gatlinburg <laughs> we did we originally planned to go to gatlinburg somebody squashed that plan <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> clearly it wasn't my mom <laughs> i'm kidding too funny Halfway. so um yeah we had planned to um to go to gatlinburg and just take our our parents and our you know closest friends and um like i said it was unacceptable and so then the next plan was that we were going to pay for our wedding on our own well we were going to pay for our wedding on our own in mm-hmm. gatlinburg well, right. We were going to pay for that. Yeah. And my but, my mom came along and said, you know what? 
I'll, well, no, hold on. I thought that was what happened. No. See, no, here's where well, Stephanie's good at the details. Here's, Tell me how maybe, this went maybe down, Maybe she Stephanie. did say that to you. Maybe she did say that to you. I thought she said, if you. you guys get married here, I'll I'll buy this no. and I'll pay for that. No, and I'll she, do said, this. she said she didn't want us to go to Gatlinburg. She thought that if we were going to get married, we had to, to get married here and invite our family and our friends. And um, I... I we need to start the story with Cliff's mom has 11 siblings and, um, you know, she was thinking about it. They would be hurt if they didn't get to see you get married. And so, um, it is, so, so we're getting married here and, and we decide we're going to make our own invitations and sat for hours coming up with the right wording because both of our, you know, both of us come from, from divorced families. And so, worked really hard on these invitations, picked out the right paper that Cliff absolutely loved. Yep. So proud. And we show him to his mom. He's like, that looks homemade. I'm like, well, it is. It is homemade. (laughs) I made it myself. So then she gave us her. Although looking back, they do, they, they were pretty homemade. Well, they were homemade. (laughs) They were. And (laughs) Anyway, so my mom offered to buy. So she gives us her car. She gives us her credit card and sends us to Kinko's and we picked out some really cute. I really liked yeah. our, I really liked what we ended up picking out. But, yeah. um, so we, so it started with the invitations. Mm-hmm. It started with the invitations and then it went from there and then it was the catering and then it was the wedding cake. I loved our wedding cake though. Our wedding cake was pretty cool. It was very pretty and it actually tasted good too, which you don't find very often. <laughs> Right. Where a wedding cake is actually enjoyable to eat. Um, so how did we decide the church? I mean, this was a church that, that was I where went- you wanted to go. That that's what I mean. Because um, at the time we were going to the Nazarene church and yeah. um, actually we had made the decision to get married before we started going to the Nazarene church. Because remember, because yeah, because we had Ron, Pastor Ron Stinson. Well, no, but we had to use our- him to use the church. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. To get married in that church, he had to. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure we're not legally married because he didn't pronounce our name right. (laughs) (laughs) It's better than Derek and Meredith on Grey's Anatomy in their post-it note. Hey, if the post-it note works for them. Hey, I Or remember our friends, um, Betsy and Bryant. (laughs) Oh, yes. That is hilarious. (laughs) Where the pastor kept calling the husband's Ah. name is Brian, but the pastor kept calling him Bryant. Bryant. With, I mean, and, with and, a clear and, emphasis on he, the T that wasn't well, really it didn't, there. It didn't help that it was a justice of the peace. And he was totally smashed. And he was totally smashed. <laughs> right. So um, he was like, oh, I just want to welcome you all here today. I'm pretty sure his breath was going to knock us all over. <laughs> we um, were laughing so hard. That was and, funny. I was in that wedding. Yeah, it was funny. I was. Um, they begged me to do it. And I'm like, no, no. you got to go get a divorce first. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm not going to marry you when you're still married to somebody else. (laughs) Was that too much information? I don't know. It's the truth. It's the truth. We live in Kentucky. What do you expect? (laughs) I'm kidding. That could happen anywhere. Stephanie worked at, at this business and her friend from this work was getting married. And they had this wedding plan. And everything, of course, was pending upon... The fact that she would get the divorce. Well, it was supposed to be decree. finalized and the husband. Supposed to be being the operative right, key phrase and, there. Well, no, like months before. And then it was a, a constant <laughs> fight at the end to try to get it finalized before the wedding date. And um, and so. 
And so the the husband contested something at the last minute or yeah. I mean And so and, and so, so the, they were not like, So the pastor of their church wouldn't said, do it. No. Yeah. And so they turned it. to Stephanie's husband and says, Will you do it? And I'm like, No. Yeah. And so after they I got told her you no would say after no. Yeah. After they got no after no after no after no after no. They pulled the guy out of the yellow pages. They pulled the guy out of the yellow pages and I'm telling you that guy had a flask in his jacket. <laughs> And it was Betsy and Bryant. Right. I mean, he pronounced the T and emphasized it like you would not believe. And it's so funny because there's no T in his name. There's no T in his name. His name is Brian. But anyway, so we did go back and Cliff and I actually witnessed their real wedding. We did witness their, yeah, And um, But I do understand. I mean, they had invited all of these, I mean, going through with the party and stuff. Although there were a handful of people there who knew that. Yeah. It wasn't legal. Um, anyway, so back to our own wedding day. Um, the the planning was very quick. Um, it we we planned it in what like three months or something. Yeah, three months is is the time that and, we had to plan uh, our wedding. Now let me explain about this church for just a moment yes, because this it's, is a ch- it's a historic thing here in. It was the first church that was ever built in Boone County, I believe. I, I definitely the first Baptist church, okay. but I, I believe it was the first church that was built in Boone County, Kentucky. And, um, it, it's a church that I went to. It was one of the churches when I was growing up that I went to, uh, when my mom and dad moved to where they live now or the area where they live now, I remember going down to this church all the time, little tiny, I mean, little tiny country church. I mean, you, you, you still get, you still get baptized in the little, you know, dirt hole out there. Yes, the dirt hole. Uh, but anyway, the, um, let's see here. Oh, okay. Um, what was I going to say? First church. Yeah. So, so went down little there tiny church. You, you put 80 people in this church and I mean, it is a packed house. Right. That That's how small this church is. And Stephanie and I'm thinking, you know, it's okay. We both have large families, but I mean, if everybody on my mom's side, so and why you were thinking that we could all fit in here, I don't know. Well, no, the thing is though, is if everybody on my mom's side and everybody on, on your family's side and, and stuff like that, if they all come, I mean, 80 people, yeah, we, we'd all fit in there for sure. Right. Well, I think we ended up having, I think, 220 people. Didn't we, well, I mean, it just ended wedding. up piling up and piling. We really, really should have considered switching venues at some point, but we couldn't because there was no time. Right. There was no time. And so, yeah, we had over 200 people show up to an 80 capacity church with a broken air conditioner on the hottest day in August. It was fun. It was, it was not fun. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> and... And the pastor didn't get my name right. He didn't get our name right. No, he didn't. And um, I remember sobbing the entire time. I don't know if they were happy tears or if I was just so hot, I didn't know what else to do. Poor guy. He's like, Cliff, whatever he called me. I can't remember. Uh, I think he got my first name right. I think it's the last name he didn't get right. But anyway, he says, can you take Stephanie's left hand? No, her right. No, no, he didn't know what he was doing either. (laughs) He was. He was horrible. Yeah, he needed a drink to calm his nerves. He was more nervous than we were. <laughs> I, I love it. after the wedding. He says, you know, um, he I asked him if I could have the uh, the the wedding certificate. Right. And he says, uh, the, yeah, the marriage yeah. license. And I and, and he says, no, I, I tell you what, I'm going to have all this typed up. So right make now, it real nice. I'm going to make you. it real nice. And there was a coffee get, ring on it. Right. We get it in the mail a month <laughs> later. and It's got a coffee ring on it. It was uh, bad. So anyway, um, 
that day, I remember um, just, I spent the night with my mom, um, didn't sleep because number one, my sister was like six months old or eight months old at the time. You know, you don't spend the night with somebody who has an eight month old. Um, she wasn't a good sleeper, but I had had, we had um, Chinese for our rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. That was my first real experience my, with Chinese. My now, real dad paid I, for our- he did our rehearsal dinner and that was was like awesome it was amazing um it it was absolutely amazing but um that was like the first real time that i had had chinese and it was all a pre-ordered menu like we didn't order for ourselves he had picked it out actually i think someone helped him but had had picked it out all ahead of time it was fantastic but i was up all night (laughs) with some heartburn and indigestion and I've since become very accustomed to Chinese food, but then I wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I was up all night and then it's time to get up and get ready and go and head over to the church. And, um, the whole getting ready part is a very big blur, except for, I remember I'm standing in my, um, I'm standing in basically in my underwear. I have on the, the, bra thing it was the whole one piece to suck your gut in and everything oh goodness yeah i know it was not comfortable that's probably why i was crying i couldn't breathe and i had the hoop skirt that went under my dress to make it you know flare out and poofy and tim comes in and starts taking pictures and i'm like excuse me (laughs) i'm in my underwear and painting my nails at the last time i remember all of those little things and then that it didn't start on time yeah. And my dad was standing back in the um in the foyer with me and he's like, It's your wedding. Just say start. Just go. Just do it. And I was I was trying to figure out what the hold up was and just ready for it to be over at that point. I was just hanging out in the front of the church. I know. That's probably what the hold up was. <laughs> <laughs> and um well didn't you work on your on Kurt's car? Like that morning, yeah, you were elbow yeah. high in 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 Greece, Greece, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, His car had broke down. Ah, uh, what was I? Th- there was something else I was gonna say, but yeah, I remember sobbing uncontrollably, absolutely, un- like so much so that I couldn't speak because I kept going, <laughs> you know, and yep. uh, had to fix my makeup before they took our pictures, and my eyes are all puffy and bloodshot, and yeah. Good stuff, I'm telling you. And and then for, I remember thinking the entire time, I still wish we would have eloped. <laughs> of course, after the we took the pictures inside, uh, they took us outside for some photos as yeah. well, which the photos look some really of the nice. Ones, some of the ones under the tree are the best. Yeah, the best. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was our wedding. Now the wedding rehearsal was even a whole lot more fun and probably the most memorable of anything. Right. Because we had one of those discussions. Is there going to be alcohol or will there be no alcohol at our wedding? <laughs> yeah, we wedding. Had chose no alcohol. We chose no alcohol, but my stepdad... Paid just, for it on the spot. Yeah, he's like, ah, just go ahead and open up a couple of those <laughs> yeah. things there. and That's the reception, not the, the rehearsal. That's what I meant, the reception. <laughs> I know, I was I, just clearing it up for other people. Thank you very much. Uh, so anyway, there was beer served uh, during the uh, reception. Which is uncool because my mom's brothers, I mean, I, I come from a big line of alcoholics on one side, and which was one reason that we chose no beer. And then things just got things just got funny from there. Yeah. And uh, let's say <laughs> or fuzzy for other people. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the here's the deal. There were about there were just a little over 200 people in the church that holds 80. 
Uh, and then there was over 300 people at the actual reception. Which was not at the small church. We, Which was we not at the small church. The, um, we rented out the open area from from a local catholic church yeah and um so we had a much larger space had a very large space which was nice. and it became party central let me tell you i still have people tell us you had the best reception i've ever been to yeah which is clearly because the alcohol was brought out (laughs) i don't know if that was exactly it but it might have had something to do with it all i know is that uh my friend tem house yes he did our wedding photography for us and our dj he also played dj for the evening and uh, just amazing music. We just had a great time. And there are pictures of me somewhere of me doing YMCA. I with, think I have one upstairs. With my friends. And of course, I had had a couple of drinks that evening myself. Yeah, Cliff, so. took, Cliff took advantage of the. Yeah. Right. So anyway, it was it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a good day. I mean, it, it, overall. <laughs> Do I mean, you remember Kurt driving us to our car? Uh, somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah. I re- yeah. So because he had the big suburban or yeah, whatever, he right? Had, right. Yeah. And um, so after um, everybody's gone, and we stayed like normal, normal. Okay, bride and groom would like leave before everybody else. We're like closing the place down, and um, Kurt drives us back to the church to where our car is. So that we can, so that we can drive home. So we load up all the gifts in the back of of Kurt's. Actually, I think it was a Chevy Blazer. Yeah, it was. It was a Chevy Blazer. So anyway, we load all our stuff up, and we're headed back. Now Kurt's had a couple of drinks too. Clearly, I should have been driving. But could you imagine me driving in that big dress? Anyway, no. Um, that would have been funny. He slams on the brakes at one point, and one of the gifts comes flying forward and knocks me in the back of the head, only to go home and open it up and find out that it is this beautiful uh, lead crystal picture frame. Do we still have that? It's on my it's on my jewelry box right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, with our invitation and our wedding photo next to it. But um, actually, that's the only picture of our wedding that is on display in our house. Really? Yeah. And it's not in public view. And it's not in public view. <laughs> no. It was for a while, but I needed that space for something else. Gotcha. So I moved it to our room. Oh, boy. Anyway, folks, we had a great... I mean, obviously, it was not exactly what we had intended when we set out to get married. If I got married today, I'd do it all differently. Would you? I would. I would. I so many things would be different. I, I would do it. I, I would agree. If, if we had to do it all over again, it would be completely different. I'm but, different. But I want to say that I have fond memories. It was fantastic. I have fond memories of our wedding. It was it was fantastic. And I don't want to mean that I didn't like it. I, I did. I loved our wedding. I, I'm very much glad that we actually had it. You know, Well, I can say that 14 years later. Um but I'm different and I would have stood up for more of what I wanted. Right. But then can like, you imagine? I wouldn't have gone with the dark green. You chose that dark green, not me. <laughs> I love green. Cliff chose the color of our wedding. And let me tell you, it would not be green today. <laughs> what color would it fact, be? I think you owe me a whole nother wedding because of that. Hey, now we got to go. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> I don't know. what It would probably be black now, but <laughs> which is pretty close with as dark as those green dresses were. But um the but, color would definitely be different. I think I would just stand up for more of... It would represent more of me. Well, let me ask you this. What would what? that picture frame look like with the invitation that I created? It wouldn't fit. We'd have to cut it all off. <laughs> it was bigger. Exactly. 
Anyway, I I, I just want to say. But then maybe we could have put two wedding pictures in there. I absolutely love the prize that I got from that day. <laughs> Thanks. Me too. Awesome. Anyway, folks, we want to Three kids and tons of laundry. <laughs> it's what you always wanted, you said. <laughs> I know. There you oh, go. That's, okay. It was a joke. I know. Anyway, folks, thank you for listening to Family from the Heart. Thank you, Mardell.com, L-M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash GSPN. Make sure that you use that promo code, please, GSPN, in the shopping cart. We'll be back next week. We'll talk to you about our weekend getaway that we're doing. We're leaving Friday to go to the Smoky Mountains again. Kind of that's tomorrow. Decompress. Yeah, is that tomorrow? Yeah. We're leaving tomorrow. I just wanted to make sure that you were like connecting yeah. Friday and tomorrow. I wasn't until I now. <laughs> anyway, until next time, everybody. Join, join the, the community. community.